The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. So glad to have you on board today. I hope you're going to be here for a reason today because I think you'll have at least one tip that you'll take away and you'll think, oh, my gosh, I'm glad I listened to Channel Mom today. So I want to welcome our audiences on 94.7 The Word, Facebook Live, podcast, and so on, anybody who's streaming out there. So appreciate you uh, tuning in. I really, really want to be a blessing to, to you today. Okay, so how do you feel this time of year, moms? Sending your kids back to school or maybe preparing for homeschool. Maybe you get stressed out about money flying out of your house. Uh, or maybe you're overwhelmed by trying to make the end of summer kind of perfect. And maybe, like me, you get sad at the end of summer because I really, really do. I had to take our son, Otis, back to college this week. We had a really cool road trip on the way out. My son played country music the whole way as loud as he possibly could uh and we but we had a great time we talked about god we we um laughed a lot it was just fabulous but on the way back i was super sad and depressed and kind of felt rudderless as a mom and i'm wondering if you get like that like where you feel like you need to mother and you need to have your kids nearby to feel happy I mean, I'm really that kind of mom, and I know we need to get past that. I really, really do. But I was so bummed out and so depressed, instead of country music, I forced myself to listen to some EDM just to pick myself up, and I recorded for you. As I was driving, I thought, I'm going to record this for my audience just to show them what I listened to on the way back for eight and a half hours in the car by myself. There you go, Richie. Yes, that was it. <laughs> it helped. I felt a lot better when I was dancing in the car by myself. Okay, so in the spirit of moving on and bucking up like I had to on my way back from dropping my son at college for his second year, uh, today we're going to bring you some really unique and helpful, uh, useful back-to-school tips for parent and child We've got some great ways for you to find bargains and money uh, or save money. You're not going to find money. You're going to save money and even some free stuff. So stick around for that. But first, I just want to ask you, do you have a child who is struggling to learn? And maybe they have trouble with focusing in school. Well, my friends at Connect Education have some free phone appointments left for August. And this is a perfect way to find out if your child is a good fit for their services, especially before school. I've got a little testimony here from Hannah, who is a mother, and she says it's been three weeks since our con our consultation with Connect Education, and my daughter, who is seven, is actually enjoying reading. She usually doesn't want to stop when she has reached the end of her oral reading time, and that is the difference that Connect Education made for them. So check them out. They've got free workshops. They can speak to your group. They do that for free. Uh, you can find them at connecteducationco.com. That's connecteducationco.com. Okay, now for the really important stuff. Not that Connect Education isn't important, because they can really help in the new school year. So I'm excited for people to find them. Okay, we've got my daughter, Georgia Grace Schmidt. She loves it when I use her middle name. And her friend, Olivia Bassett. They're both high school students, but they're going to think back to their years as middle school and elementary students as well. Uh, and they're going to offer some advice based on their experiences. So moms can have some insights into how kids are really feeling this time of year. But I've also got a ton of... Uh, 
tips as well. Welcome to Channel Mom Girls. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Georgia's so used. I just dragged Georgia out. She's used to being on here. So, okay, so there's the obvious back to school tips, girls. There, you know, that you have to get back on your schedule. So, like a week before you try to start sleeping, when you would go to bed normally. My daughter gets to bed way too late, but you try to get back on your sleep schedule. You get pick out your first day of school outfit. You get your organized backpack all ready. Maybe you set up an egg timer. Some people say that an egg timer, especially in the younger years, is a good thing to have for homework, so that you have that egg timer ready. And it's like you got to do your homework for 30 minutes we'll set the timer and you got to sit there until you're done um also create a family calendar in the house to keep track of what everybody's doing for sports and academics and everything else during this time of year um somebody said make friends with a successful student who's maybe an upperclassman ahead of you and find out what they do and that sounds corny but it, but it's not a bad idea to go to a senior and say i know you were the valedictorian or you're on track to be valedictorian tell me how you do your life how yeah. you do your studies so that was kind of a good idea and then finally for moms out there Pray. Pray for the school year. You want it to go well. There's nothing wrong uh, with praying for something like that. God cares about all the details of our lives. So, so pray about it. I actually Googled school prayers yesterday and found a bunch of them. So you can Google school prayer or prayer for back to school, and there are a bunch of them out there. Okay, so girls, when you think about your experience in going back to school, what is the thing, and I'll let you go first, Olivia, that, that what are the things that most stress you out about going back to school? Uh, for me, mostly, I would say staying caught up with work because at the end of the summer, I'm cramming in all of my summer homework and I feel like I just lost my break and then I'm starting again on school and I just, I'm always so nervous I'm going to fall behind and I've already am tired out at the beginning of the year from summer homework. Okay. Now we should explain, you go to a, a magnet school, Denver yeah. School of the Arts, right? Mm-hmm. And so they give you summer homework. Not yeah. all, not public, public schools don't necessarily do that. Mm-hmm. What? AP? Yeah. yeah, you had some, yeah, Georgia has AP work that she had to do in the summer. Okay, so now you, you're starting to get stressed because you're trying to get back in the groove and you think, okay, i got to finish my summer homework, and now as soon as I know it, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to have to add yeah. fall homework to that. So, so that's one stressor. Is there any way to eliminate that? Uh, I would say I really take time out of every single day, even no matter what I have going on, I take like at least an hour every single day to do some work. To do some work? Just take it day by day. When you're back at school. My guess is during the summer, you can't take an hour (laughs) every day. They're saying even just a little little bit. Do you really? Yeah, I do. You are a super nerd, Livia. (laughs) I just crammed it all in at the end of the summer, though. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. So, and and what what stresses you, George? Um... (laughs) Uh, just staying like caught up with work, but also um, staying on top of it, especially like doing a sport because practice goes till five or six, and then you have to get home and you're tired and you don't want to do homework um, or tests. And also, I hate pretests. Pretests are my least favorite thing ever. So, at the beginning of the year, whenever we have like the first week is all pretests, and I hate pretests. I never because like I just get bored by them, so I just don't never do any work so- on them. <laughs> That's not a good example, Georgia Craig. Um, so, but l- let's compare it to when you guys were younger, because we have a lot of moms who listen to us who have younger kids. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that stressed you out, so that moms out there can know what their kids are thinking about, even if they don't admit it to them? Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that stressed you out in, in middle and elementary schools? For me, I would say making friends and having stable friends, especially in middle school. There's so much drama, and you can get caught up in it, and your best friend could be your enemy in the next day. So uh-huh. just, like, having a stable friend that you can go to and you can, like, work with that's a good influence and does homework. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Georgia? Do you remember some of the things you worried about in elementary or middle? I mean... I just like uh, middle schoolers are wild now, Mom. I like <laughs> they do some wild stuff down there in the middle school, and I feel like it's just kind of 
there's a lot of like social issues too down there because they're trying to figure out who they are and who they want to be friends with and kind of what person they're going to be um and so like what clique are they going to be in uh-huh. and peer pressure yeah mm-hmm. to, to do stuff that everybody's doing in middle school yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so as a parent and i've got a ton of tips that i'm going to share with people in the next you know for the rest of the show but as a parent as you guys are telling me the things you're stressed about you're stressed about having enough time for homework you're sp- stressed about balancing sports with homework you're saying that the moms of younger kids have to be cognizant of the fact that they're worried about their social lives mm-hmm. the pressures in middle school and then just for even the younger kids they want to have a friend yeah mm-hmm. they want to make sure they have a friend so what occurs to me is what would have been helpful for me as a parent to do then and to do now is talking through it just half the battle just being like just letting you talk about it to Mm -hmm. your parent tell me about that uh if i were a parent i wouldn't pry on my kid to like get them to talk okay i would be like always there always open i wouldn't ask questions necessarily maybe one but i would let the kid come to you Okay. But will you? Will you guys go to your parents? I do. When my mom asks me a bunch of questions, I find myself not really in the mood. Mm -hmm. But I know, like, when she's just quiet and we're both quiet, I find myself pouring out everything to her. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) And I've had parenting experts tell me that before. You cannot over pepper your kids, Mm -hmm. especially as they get older. But even elementary age kids resent it. Mm -hmm. They shut down. Yeah. Um, And so, and I've seen you do it and I've seen my son do it, where you just don't want to answer a million questions. Mm -hmm. So it's more if they're silent. And uh, that that's a better way to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. And maybe, how about this? Is it okay for the mom or the dad to say, hey, I know there's stuff probably going on in school. I know that you probably have worries. I just want you to know, I'm not going to ask you a bunch of questions, but I'm here if you want to bring it up. That's a perfect thing to say. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Just to prepare them to know they can come to them. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys recommend that as a a mom or dad is preparing their kids, whatever age right now, to get back in the school groove, what helps? Would it help to have a study place? Would it help to have tech hours where you knew it was going to be, you know, more quiet time and and you weren't going to get to have tech? So I was like, okay, obviously between seven and eight, I'm going to do my homework. Would it help to have that kind of order in your schedule or maybe in your home, like a study place? Tell, mm-hmm. tell me about that. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, for tech, like, I definitely think making sure your kid isn't getting um, on their phone as soon as they get home, because I do that a lot. Uh, like, after I get home from school, I just go on my phone. And then, I mean, time goes by super quickly. And then, before you know it, it's, like, 7 o'clock at night. And then I don't want to do homework, because I'm tired. Um, and so, like, just save that. It can wait. So maybe even use tech as a reward. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I mean, I, I hate to overplay it up, but just like, look, if you do this, then you can use, then you can yeah. go look to see what your friends are or saying. Like, yeah. I have some recommendations from Screenagers. Of course, it was a movie that, that came out about how much kids use their screens, and it's an enormous amount. It's six to ten hours a day that kids That's use screens. That's like really extreme. You feel like that? Yeah, but they're, but they're, but they're, no, no, they're thing. The average American kid uses their screens six to ten hours a day. So I'm without you, argue, without you arguing <laughs> with your mom. Um, they, they do some, suggest some amazing, really good stuff where they, they, uh, they'll let you know, and, and they let you know in this movie, that face-to-face conversation is good preparation for your children for life. So you can remind them, like, look, if you want to do a good job interview, if you want to do well at work, I've got to have some time where you do not look at that screen. So they've got a couple of recommendations. They're, you can all put your phones away together at the same time so nobody's on their phone. They say even hiding your phone helps you to not be tempted to pick it up. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. you and I were in the bed, and I 
hadn't hidden my phone was right next to me so I kept picking it up to check it and parents should set a better example than that so you should all put your phones like in a basket that's in the kitchen or whatever maybe it's a charging station and you all agree that between you know dinner time and eight o'clock you're not going to look at your phones mm-hmm. they also highly recommend that you put them away for dinner time because that is a time where your kids are going to interact with you they may start to tell you things that are bugging them it may come at the end of the dinner but they do recommend that that you really got to set aside that tech stuff because it's going to interrupt all of the every facet of their life and it's going to wreck it, it makes schoolwork go down by at mm-hmm. least one grade yeah. they say if you're a regular an a student too much tech time will make you a b student and so we need to put that technology away we need to have special times for it we need to not have it in the bedroom they say don't have it in the bedroom at night we have made georgia although i think you kind of tracked back on that charge it outside of her bedroom at night so that she's not tempted when she's getting all those snapchat alerts or whatever she can't look at her phone so any response to the tech rules that i'm stating that parents need to do I mean, I hate it, but it works when I put away my phone. I find it successful, even though, like, I find myself annoyed that my mom would take away my phone or I'd have to put it aside. It really is effective. What about the excuse, I have to have my screen to do my homework, Mom? Um, not usually. I mean, sometimes, like, I have apps on my phone, like, like Quizlet and stuff, mm-hmm. um, or, like, Infinite Campus, even to just check my grades um, that I would use. I don't why don't you just use a computer so you can so so i can tell moms out there that that's often just an excuse they really Mm -hmm. can yeah unless like their book because sometimes teachers like make you download a book on your phone or like an ipad Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that you need to read but i like the physical books better so okay all right when we come back and we're going to come back uh after the break i'm going to get to a couple more tech rules that um really help your child with success and they have one point that they say works the most to get your child to behave positively there's one thing that they say definitely works i'm going to give you that tip when we come back also we're going to get a little bit into the princeton reviews Yeah, I looked at the Princeton Review today, or just for you guys. Uh, Their tips for helping your child to do better at homework, to be more successful at school in the coming year. And then the girls are going to weigh in on some of the things we're talking about as well. And then finally, bargain hunting. And you guys may have some tips for that as well, because I know you guys are always finding bargains. Uh, I've got some great links for you guys to find cheaper school supplies and even some free stuff for school this year. You can get right on that today and maybe uh, be in time for school. Because half the time, Georgia tells me, you don't even find out what you need for school, at least until you get there that first day. Mm-hmm. They've got a list, but then they always add to that list. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So we're going to be back with Channel Mom with more tips and uh, bargains and all of that for your upcoming school year. And I hope you'll stay tuned for that. And also, I want to remind you, our Channel Mom Single Moms Coffee is coming up on August 27th. And it's just for the single mamas because we want to love and bless you. We'll tell you more about that in, uh, after the break. Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for mom 
moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom Coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We've got some great back-to-school tips for you today. That are, Some of them are quite unique, and I'm going to share a couple of those with you, as well as back-to-school bargains and even some free stuff that you can find online. I have my daughter, Georgia Schmidt, with me, as well as Olivia Bassett. They're both students, and they're kind of giving you the kids' perspective on all this, so maybe you can get some insights to how your kid's feeling as you get closer to school, and I hope it's all going to be a blessing to you. Okay, I do want to remind you about the Channel Mom Single Moms Coffee. That's coming up on August 27th. We do all kinds of outreach now for Channel Mom. We're going into the prison and helping moms who are in prison. We're going to homeless shelters and helping moms transition out of homelessness. And then we're also meeting moms face-to-face at Channel Mom Coffees. And our next one is for single moms. Our friends at the Life Center are going to be there. And the Life Center does so much for single moms and for families as well. And they've got free legal help. They've got GED classes. They've got English and Spanish classes. They've got shelter. They've got a food bank. All kinds of great stuff at Life Center Littleton. And you can, uh, I think, find them at lifecenterlittleton.org. I'm looking for their website. But they're going to be at the Channel Mom coffee uh, so those single moms can get help from them as well so check it out on our facebook page august 27th 6 30 p.m is the single mom's coffee if you know a single mom urge her to go because we give gifts away we've got drawings and it's a great pampering time for moms so i hope it can bless them okay back with olivia and georgia we're going to give a couple more tips to our audience today and i'm going to make sure i get those bargains in as well you were telling me something about school prep where where everybody frantically runs to to walmart or wherever and gets all of their school supplies or staples or whatever it is i'm not getting everybody anybody a free advertisement out there but um but you say half the time get that gets corrected when you get to school tell me about that Mm -hmm. I mean I have a system that works for me personally and it's annoying because when I get to school the teachers want you to have a specific binder or some specific material that actually like doesn't help me and I find myself I actually talking to my teacher helps I just tell them a binder won't work for me I have my own folder or something and then it gets sorted out but I sometimes I don't ever even look at the school list I have a system that works for me and I find myself being successful and you get in trouble for that being defiant rebel (laughs) (laughs) no i mean at the beginning of the year they might ask me but if i just explain and talk to them it's normally fine teachers are great people and they're they're malleable and they can understand okay so we were talking about those tech tips and and i think it's even for elementary kids i just want to let you know that that technology too much of it is going to interrupt your child's sleep and it's proven that that interrupts their ability to do well in school and in sports so if you can remind them that they're not going to do as well if they stay on their phone all the time also multitasking causes grades to go down so if your child says well i just have it here to snap people i'm doing my homework i'm just going to snap people while i'm doing my homework multitasking doesn't work right i mean doesn't it distract you from doing your best work oh big time i never get work done when my phone like when i'm snapchatting people no so every parent out there has just heard you say that so they can say i have definitive proof that you cannot be on your phone while you're doing your homework unless it's for something very specific like quizlet or something and Um, usually i like tell my friends like i'm like "Uh, i have to study 
And then we all just kind of study, so none of us are really on our phones. <laughs> okay, now this may sound a little uptight and nerdy, but is, would there be such a thing as me saying to you, okay, we're going to have dinner at 6.30 every night, which is a big fat joke because we eat at like 9 o'clock like <laughs> we're from California. Um, so, but let's say that I said we're going to have dinner from every, every night at 6.30, which means we do not have phones at dinner, and then you're going to do your homework uh, right after that. So just tell your ki- your friends you're not going to be on the phone from 6.30 till 8.30. Or would you tell your friends like um, something like right after sports, right when I get home, I'm not going to be on my phone. I mean, would it help to let your friends know that in advance or not? Probably. Or, yeah, it would. Like, I wh- mean, we might, in my house at least, we don't really necessarily end up sticking to a schedule like that. So my friends it might not be reliable i might get on my phone for a minute there so okay but it would help you know um, how would your friends react like what if you told chloe your friend hey i i'm I'm always my mom and dad don't want me to be on the phone right or olivia (laughs) right after school i'm never gonna right after sports i'm never gonna be on my phone like would she get used to that she'd get used to it maybe i'm just not sure if i would get used to it like i don't Mm -hmm. because sometimes days are just different and so like i might feel like i really have to get on an assignment like right after sports or i don't i won't have any homework like what if i don't have any homework that night and i just want to take a nap Okay. I'm going to give some tips to everybody, um, and I want you to think about these. First of all, there are de-stressors that you just need to do so that your kids aren't always like, it's sports, and then it's homework, and then it's dinner, and then I'm in bed. I mean, it's this constant activity. So so I'm a big believer in just downtime. Mm-hmm. So we just always know, because mm-hmm. Georgia looks forward to it after she's done with something, well, hey, can we watch a half an hour of TV at the end of the evening together? Or I used to call it carpet time. I'd say, just come lie with me here on the carpet, and we're just going to talk. And I would like we'd look at the ceiling, and we'd just all talk and laugh, whatever. Whatever. Create a downtime in your child's day where you're having, you know, something to drink together or it's a snack time or it's a walk with the dogs or whatever it is. Create some downtime because they cannot be going all the time. And that includes being on their phone. That's part of going, being on their phone. Okay, so these folks from the Princeton Review, not that I typically <laughs> read that, um, they said you don't need to have just one study place because kids need to have it switched up. So you mm-hmm. could say, hey, we're going to go to the coffee place this week. I'm not going to name it. Um, to <laughs> To, to study there or um, you know this week you can study in our bedroom or would it, does it help to have a little variety in a study place or do you want one specific place you go to every time a desk in the house oh I love a variety of places I love going to a coffee shop yeah. personally because I feel like I'm actually doing something with my day and I have a mission and I'm out and I'm not just like sitting in my PJs at my house. Like, okay. I love going to coffee shops and I love variety. So it's a mo- is it a motivator or not? Are you distracted? I'm the opposite. I get too distracted. So if I'm in like a coffee shop or a public place, I'll get distracted by people and like I have to be in my room. I'm always in my room when I'm doing homework. So parents should ask their kids what's Mm -hmm. better for you are you less distracted when you're by yourself in the house in a specific place or do you need stimulation from something having variety Mm -hmm. okay awesome love it um they said don't concentrate on one bad grade if you're having that bad day parent talk that child out of that of just because they'll focus on it for a week like i you know it's over for me now Mm -hmm. because i got a d on that test or whatever they say really 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 work to help your child not focus on that one bad grade um it says make a friend in every class what do you think of that I, my friends have, we all have the same schedule. So does, does it help to have a friend in a class? Oh, for sure. Why? Yeah. Because you trade homework? No. What? Why? 
I mean, yeah, when you do partner work, too, it's always good to have that go-to person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's good to, like, be able to have another friend in the hallway. I mean, the more friends, the better is the, yeah. my thing. Yeah. Okay. They do say get into a routine. Mm-hmm. So that coming home, Georgia, after sports and saying, I'm just going to make make myself do a half an hour of homework right when I get home from sports. They do say routine helps you do better in school if you have a routine. Mm-hmm. And I know you like a little variety, and so does she. And, and you don't want to be stuck in, like, I'm a crazy person, and I go to bed at 9 o'clock every night because I'm perfect. <laughs> You, you want to have a little variety. That's okay. But they say routines do help you uh, do better with your homework. Um, they also say look over your notes every night. Like, don't just say, I don't have any homework tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at anything. Mm-hmm. Just review them for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, especially because as the more you review something and, like, the over the, the longer the period of time you review something, it's more likely to go into your long-term memory than your short-term memory. Um and so, I mean, last year we had vocabulary tests like every Friday, and I would always look at the words on Friday. I wouldn't, but that was a bad idea because I I forgot the definitions like right after I took the test. Yeah, they do say review a little bit every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you were saying that over the summer you try to do that. Yeah, because it does stick with you if it's over and over and over again, repetitive. Uh, okay. They say, reminder, when the child's begging you for all those fabulous school supplies, school supplies alone don't make you organized to do better in school. Um, And I promised people I'd give them the one tip and then also the bargains. The one tip is that science shows that positive rewards work better than punishment. So set up some positive rewards for your child doing well in school because they need to have those. Okay, some websites that you guys can go to for free or bargain stuff. I'm looking for my websites and I can't find them. Um, Here they are. The Crazy Coupon Lady. She's at the crazy, spelled with a K, thecrazycouponlady.com, and she's got a ton of bargain back-to-school savings there right now. And then Passion for Savings, that's at passionsforsavings.com, passionforsavings.com. And both of them have a bunch of school you know, bargains on their front page there, so you can find them. And then couponmom.com, she's got free school stuff. She's got a button you can click to find some free school supplies. So couponmom.com passionforsavings.com and the crazy coupon lady crazy with a k dot com girls I hope school goes fabulously well for you I'm a little sad because I love having my kids at home and I'm sure your mom does too I'm a little sad sending you back but I hope it's blessed I hope you bless other people in school don't forget to do nice things for others as well as yourself in school remember I remember. Okay. So right. Thank you. All right. Be blessed as you go back to school. And uh, just remember to go to Channel Mom everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Because first of all, we want you to follow us and like us. But second of all, a ton of information there about our upcoming Single Moms Coffee, our Channel Mom Coffee on August 27th. Tell a single mom you know because we want to bless her and give her gifts and prizes and treats and uh, do that. And finally, Mom. If nobody's thanked you today, thank you for all you do. You are so important that you're raising that next generation. God bless you. Thank you for working hard to do that. Have a great weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us. 
to put this show on the air and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 